congrats to Calgary, top seed in the Western Conference. The Dallas Stars may have the best goaltending tandem in the NHL. Calgary just kept it going, and that's hard to do for 82 games. Vancouver selects from the University of Michigan, Quinn Hughes. Sports. And for the first time since 2016, it's coming back to Dallas. The Stars are heading to the Stanley Cup playoffs. So the truth is, we can't change the past. What's done is done. Putting ourselves on trial, acting as our own judge, jury, and executioner, it's not the answer. Because a lot of the time, all that judging does is just ensure that we're going to repeat the cycle. I'm not here to sit in judgment. Kicking the hell out of yourself doesn't give meaning to anything. Welcome, everyone, against the boards, the playoff preview show. That's right. We did six episodes. We were good. We did one every Monday, and then we stopped podcasting, and now we expect you to pick up uh, just because we decided to do a playoff preview show. Why not? Welcome to uh, to Amanda. Hi. Hi. And uh, and Andrew. Oh, hello. And you know what? The second half of that intro about the, you know all the sadness and the support group. Really, there's only one person here that should be sad. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, there's only one loser here. <laughs> uh, hello, my name is Andrew, and I'm a Vancouver Canucks fan. I have a lot to look forward to when I find out the draft position tomorrow. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that's right. The big draft lottery happens tomorrow. All the Vancouver Canucks fans' eyes will be peeled at the television screen for that one. Meanwhile, the first fucking place, Calgary fucking Flames, are in the playoffs. Uh, home ice advantage all the way through. The vice president's trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good season yeah. for the Flames, I must say. Indeed. Indeed. Not a lot of people predicted them to win the division, but we did here on Against the Boards. That's right. That's right. I am going to be playing a few clips uh, while we... While we carry on, because we did make some predictions, and I think it's fun to review what we said and laugh at ourselves. Uh, would you guys care to take a little walk into the past with me on that? I would oh, love yes. to. It's been so long ago. Yeah, I know, right? Well, let's take a look at that prediction first, the Pacific Division prediction, which we had uh, Chelsea take care of for us. So let's listen to Chelsea make the Pacific Division predictions. Chelsea, can you please predict for me the Pacific Division. Who will win it? Who will be the last place? And where the Flames will finish? Uh, Calgary Flames are going to win the division. <laughs> and the Edmonton Oilers are going to be at the bottom. <laughs> okay. Strong prediction. Yep. That, was, that was quick. <laughs> I would have said San Jose would win. Uh, I'm going to put Calgary third. And I'm going to say... Uh, does the NHL have a wild card position? Los Angeles Kings are going to bottom out, personally. Uh, well, technically, they do have wild cards. They work a little differently than baseball, though. So, between Chelsea and I, we actually predicted who was first and who was last. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. Now the king the- really tanked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw it coming. I saw it coming, those bitches. I knew that uh, the glory time was over. And all. you know how I did it? You know how I, how, uh, what my reasoning was behind my uh, correct prediction of the kings finishing last? Hmm. Age. Well, they're all that too old. Is- a good predictor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I was watching their core, and I was like, "Woo, they're even." I mean, I saw the Blackhawks scrambling, making trades, trying to get younger, and the Kings were like, "Ah, eh, let's bring thirty-five-year-old Kovalchuk in to bolster our top six. <laughs> Just keep getting older and older, and it's bullshit." And Dowdy resigned, and I don't think he's very happy about resigning. Oh, I think he is. He loves the weather. That's all that matters. Also going to be playing random attacks on the Oilers throughout the show because apparently I made a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Uh, Oilers looking for a rebound. Connor McDavid, blah blah blah. Suck his dick. No one cares. Fuck off. I hate the Oilers. Trading. Anybody want to say anything? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so where do you guys want to go next? Do you want to listen to Amanda do the Central Division predictions, or do you want to listen to Andrew do the Metropolitan predictions? Let's do the Metro. All right. I'm going to say. Carolina will be last. Uh, against my better judgment, I'm going to say Philly will be first. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think Pittsburgh is going to win the cup. <laughs> God damn it. Is that an official prediction right now? <laughs> you are no. a fucking... No. Uh, that's just me being an asshole. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think it's going to be uh, yeah Philly on the top and Carolina on the bottom. Wow. Hmm. Huh. Wow. Weird. Let's take a look at what actually happened. Uh, Metropolitan. This is because he hates Washington and he didn't want to give them any credit. But Washington took the Metro and the Devils were last. And the Canes are in the playoffs. Flyers finished sixth and the Canes made the playoffs. That's correct. Yes. And the Islanders, surprise story, finished second. Would you like to hear what we said about the Islanders? Oh, yes. Oh, boy. Uh, do, do the New York Islanders fucking suck now without Tavares, or is that all just smoke and mirrors and they're going to be just fine and dandy without him? Um, they'll be just fine and dandy not making the playoffs as they normally don't without him. <laughs> right. or, or now that they aren't like living in the shadow of a superstar, Ooh. they come together and have like an amazing run. Wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be fucking awesome. That I would, would love that, that storyline. Okay. <clears throat> My keen yeah. hockey sense strikes again. Indeed. Indeed, yes. The Islanders Although were. I still think they're trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Also, <laughs> d- the Devils finished last. Would you like to hear what Andrew said about the Devils? Oh, this is... Uh... <laughs> Go ahead. The can. Devils are more likely to be in than the Avalanche. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm At taking... the beginning of the season. I'm taking I him out like of context. Pretty accurate statement. I'm taking him out of context. I think we all were kind of like not offended by that prediction when he made it. Um, Okay, Nathan doing the Atlantic or Amanda doing the Central? I picked last time. Okay, I'm going to go Central. This is a great place to stop and ask Amanda, who has the most connection to the Central Division, who... Who wins the division? Who finishes last? And where do the stars finish? Oh, God. That's a lot of questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just have to, first you have to conjure who was in your division. Yeah, I really got to like run through All the right. list. Here. All right. We got the Winnipeg Jets. Mm-hmm. We got the Nashville Predators. Mm-hmm. We got the St. Louis Blues. Ooh, we have like the that. Dallas Stars. Tough division. We have the Colorado Avalanche. And we have the Chicago Blackhawks. And Minnesota. 
Oh yeah, and the Min- the Minnesota <laughs> fucking wild. Fuck those guys. I was reading an article that was just like Minnesota is the definition of mediocrity. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they are. Totally, it is. It's fucking They're just true. so unremarkable and boring and forgettable. Yep. Um so yeah, the central is stacked as you can tell from that list. Um it's tough to say who will be at the bottom. I actually think the bottom is a harder question than the top. Um, but I'll go out on a limb and and say, actually, maybe Chicago. Um, they've got problems. I don't know how they imploded, like Chelsea was saying, so quickly. Um, but they did. And, and all of this Corey Crawford stuff is, I mean, it's not great. And, and everybody else is getting better while they're staying at best stagnant and probably more likely getting worse. Um, so I will... I'll take a bet on Chicago finishing last in the central uh, wow. stars. I'm hoping I'm hoping third or fourth. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> and much to my chagrin, I think Winnipeg takes it and possibly takes the central or t- takes the, our side altogether. Mm. And I hate them with a fiery passion. <laughs> but they're from Canada. Um, no, that's. Hey. And talk about a fan base mm. that went through the ringer. They had their team actually taken away from them. Mm. Yeah. That's then, rough. Then given back to them, and then they had to suffer through many years of developmental process. And right. Very unlike what the Vegas Golden Knight experience was. Fuck the Vegas Golden Knights. Like. <laughs> so, not too bad. Pretty close. I mean, the Wild were last, but only by a point. Blackhawks were second last. Jets were one point out of the division lead or the division win that's crazy actually 199.99 you know if winnipeg would have won one more game in their last 15 which was a struggle they would have been first would have been the jets they had plenty of opportunity to take that they fucking did yeah no it was uh i would say that the jets here's a fair statement amanda would you say the jets the, the predators won the division or the jets lost the division Oh yeah, I would I would say that the Jets lost it because the Predators have not been dominant the like second half of the season. I don't think that they like earned it. You know, they didn't go out there and dominate. It was there for Winnipeg to take, and they just stumbled. Um, so yeah, like not too long right before the end here, it was yeah. like a mad dash for Calgary, Winnipeg, and San Jose, all of them to take the conference. And then it just, it fell apart for yeah, everyone San, but Calgary. San Jose fell apart and Calgary pulled ahead. But there was a moment there where it was, where San Jose pulled in front of Calgary briefly after the trade deadline. So yeah, no, it's, I mean, when you get to the end and you look back, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, fucking A. But. So I did a pretty good job. Yeah, not bad. Pretty, pretty close. Although the That's- central was so tight, like 199, 99, 93, 90. But those top three teams and the Blues, oh my God! Oh last my God, Cinderella story. Last place on December thirty first. Fucking ninety nine points. Almost had home ice. Ugh. Jets almost fucked that up too. Yep. That is wild. Not Minnesota wild. <laughs> <laughs> is oh. oh, they're bad. Is there a conspiracy at play with the Nashville Predators and Dallas Stars uh, first round series? Uh, why is that? Because they are the Winter Classic next New Year's, and they randomly fall into place like this with the Jets sucking balls. Oh, they could have just been playing in round two. Um, That doesn't really answer the question. 
Yeah, I think the presumption also is that the stars go out in the first round. So they needed them to meet in the first round. Oh. Uh, you know what I mean? I think Dallas is going to beat them. Well, I think so too. Yeah. Well, but the rest hey, of the world hey, would disagree with us. Hey, <laughs> we're, we are not to the prediction part of the oh. show yet. Okay. All right. We're so, living in the past right now. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Harry goes in for kooks and Corpy is in goal. Okay. All right. I, I, I didn't clip it properly, but there's a great new one with Torts where somebody's asking him about Friday's game. And he's like, Jason, I don't want to talk about Friday's game. I'm still trying to swallow this one. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Um, okay. Let's listen to the Atlantic predictions. But first, a little bit more Oilers hate. The truth isn't the second round of the playoffs, and the truth isn't that they were terrible like last year. The truth is somewhere in the middle, and that middle probably still misses the playoffs. Ayo! Okay. <laughs> yep. Dead on. Dead on. Okay. True facts. Atlantic prediction. I'm going to do the uh, the Atlantic. I'm going to say that the winner of the Atlantic division will be the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, the loser of the Atlantic division... Can I get a rundown of who's in the lead, in the division there? Uh, Boston, Buffalo, Detroit, Florida, <laughs> Montreal, Ottawa, Tampa Bay, Toronto. Yeah, Ottawa is going to be last in the division with Buffalo right on top of them. <laughs> Buffalo, I'm going to I'm going to predict that everybody says that Boston's going to be great again, and I'm going to say that Boston is going to be a bubble team actually, and uh, I'm going to predict that Florida is going to be the surprise team of the year, make the playoffs, and go multiple rounds. Oh, I just needed. To, I need to shut my mouth because so strong at the first <laughs> half of that. I needed to shut my fucking mouth because I had Tampa Bay winning the division, which is correct. I had Ottawa at last place, which is correct, and then I started running my mouth. Yeah, you, yeah. you answered. You answered the call, the question correctly, and then fucked it all up. <laughs> and then, yeah, just decided to go off script. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, exactly. This wasn't part of the question, but I'll give you a bunch of. Uh, Really shitty information. <laughs> and here's uh, here's a little another nugget from Andrew, just for shits and giggles. Great. The sadness just gets deeper and deeper all the time. Although the future looks bright six years from now. That's so, Andrew so, so, projecting the Canucks season. Yeah. In 2025. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. But let's get down to the meat and potatoes. So we've got our first round matchups for the playoffs. Unless, uh, wait, does Intern want to do a eulogy for the Canucks at all and talk about just some eight? You, here, you know, you take the floor, Intern. You get it all out because we're going to talk playoffs now, so you need to put all of the uh, all the rest of it behind you. So, you know, why don't you do a little eulogy for the for the Canucks for us? Uh, I'm going to say that I'm really satisfied with uh, what I got from Vancouver here. I got uh, a rookie of the year, Quinn Hughes, in the last uh, the only two games he played looks real quality i think it might be less than six years so things are looking up sooner rather than later thanks for a good bad year vancouver they really were above expectation i think yeah i was actually toying with the idea of fucking with you on uh, firing day i was gonna say vancouver Canucks have fired travis green and just like wait for your reaction oh that wouldn't bother me i don't, I don't think they need a. they could have anyone standing on the bench right now that's just, not true uh, Tell, coach tell coach has a big get at it and coach has a big impact. Ask Amanda. She's gone through three coaches and Yeah, it it really matters. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently I've, it is a significant factor. <laughs> I've got experience going through coaches like a uh, revolving door also. Actually Calgary does too, because last year 
shit coach. Another child. Yeah, the twelve-year-old who went up to Edmonton and had great success. <laughs> Is that where he ended up? Yeah, yeah, he was a he was a special teams uh, coach for the Oilers. <gasps> One more time. Yeah, it sounds like a lottery ball falling out of a machine and giving Connor McDavid to a piece of shit franchise that needs to burn in hell. Okay. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. No, that they're... felt really real. <laughs> yeah, it was. I was heated. Uh, well, because at the beginning of the season, you know, they might succeed. So I've got real got some really boiling water going on. But, you know, at the end of the season when they're trash bags and McDavid's like, oh, I'm so frustrated. And you're like, yeah, I don't care, Connor. I'm glad you got rubbed out and went into the net and almost got seriously injured. Go fuck yourself. But he's not, though, right? Then no. they decide he's going to be fine. I think he's fine. But yeah. I, I appreciated that Gio actually like did something against that move because no defenseman challenges him on that move. He just goes outside, blows past people, drives to the net, and gives the goalies nightmares. And you know, Gio, after the game, sought out McDavid and was like, I'm so sorry. He was like groveling. He was just—he just didn't want to get. To, he was terrified of being suspended for the playoffs because that's that's the only driver there. I don't think so. Okay. Anyway, let's get to the important thing. Let's get to the first round of the playoffs and our predictions. I hope you guys came prepared. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. my notepad is a mess. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Um, so I I'm gonna propose that we kind of dart around the flames and the stars and start in the east and just kind of arrive at the flames and stars at the end. Uh, so I'm gonna start with the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Columbus Blue Jackets, and I'm gonna give you my prediction. The Columbus Blue Jackets are going to upset the President's Trophy winning Tampa Bay Lightning in seven games. Whoo! That's bold. Wow! Wow! Uh, Amanda, what say you? I have a complete opposite feeling about this. While I do think, well, we'll get to it. I don't see the lightning going very far. I do think they get through this first round without an issue and sweep the jackets in four games. Ah, yes. I have similar feelings, except my answer is uh, four games to one for Tampa. (laughs) So none of you want torts quotes throughout the playoffs (laughs) i love them i want them i just don't think it's gonna happen okay all right fair enough boston toronto i just went first so andrew you went last so you go first for boston toronto i uh really appreciate john Tavares and these toronto maple leafs i have them winning one game boston wins 4-1 amanda um i think this is going to be a a battle to the death and i think that this series goes seven games with the Bruins winning and i have the bruins in six so we are consensus bruins we are consensus on that moving on the washington capitals versus the carolina hurricanes there will be no storm surge here the capitals are going to sweep the hurricanes in four mm-hmm. champs i will remind the group again for the millionth time that i was right about the Canes making the playoffs, <laughs> but I agree they don't they don't last long. I will give them one game and one game only five game series going to the Caps. Peter Mrazek steals a game. Andrew, I have Carolina's Cinderella story lasting two more wins, losing to Washington four two. Interesting point to make. Uh, the Canes the last couple times they made the playoffs went I think multiple rounds. Oh, so once they get there, they know how to do it. <laughs> this is a completely. There's, there's not a single player on this roster from those other teams because they haven't been in the playoffs in so long. But oh, yet, yeah. that's a stat people bring up. They're all retired. 
because that was 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we're all consensus the champs ever since I've been the champ. Okay. Uh, New York Islanders and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, intern. Uh, this is a series I'm looking forward to the most. It's the only one I think is going to go seven games. And I pick Pittsburgh because I like them more. That's the only reason why. <clears throat> I um, I see it going six games. I also pick Pittsburgh because I think, just just to be frank, Sidney Crosby knows how to win, even when he maybe shouldn't be able to. That's what makes a champion. Oh, did you hear that, Nathan? Uh, <laughs> something about Crosby being good. Being uh, a champion. <laughs> Islanders in seven. Yeah. It's going to be Trotz's new team versus Trotz's old team in round two. No, no. It's going to be Washington against Pittsburgh in round two. Uh, well, I'm sorry, but the prediction stands. Islanders in seven. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Winnipeg and St. Louis. I am going to say St. Louis. The Blues are going to destroy the Jets in five games. Aw, I agree with you. Like 100%? Same prediction. Blues in five. Oh, I have uh, Blues in six. Gave the Jets Bufflin's some rope. back. Bufflin's back. He's going to win a game for them. Yeah. Bufflin's not up to speed. It's 280 pounds of out-of-shape mess. I'm, I'm slow. <laughs> Can't get around the ice. Yep. Yeah. Sorry to say, but the Blues are rolling. So unless Bennington has a crisis of confidence, that's the only way that this goes the Jets' way, is if the goaltending in St. Louis tanks, which doesn't look likely. And not only are they rolling and like mentally jacked on the the momentum that they have, but I think that other teams are afraid of that very thing, mm-hmm. whether they should be or shouldn't be. They're like, oh, the, the Blues are unstoppable. Well, <laughs> yeah. no, that's yeah, it's psychological. They're in everybody's heads. Yeah, I think the uh, the few years that uh, L.A. won the cup, they looked like garbage and then they won a lot at the end into the playoffs. St. Louis looks like that type of team well now years after the fact everybody forgets that in 2012 the kings were eighth in the old playoff format and they went eight versus versus first place and they ran the table and lost twice with jonathan quick acting like a god it seems like if you're eighth and you beat the first place team it should be easy sailing to the cup no uh, well, you would think it all depends like uh, in that case. And, you know, it was different at the time. The game was a little heavier, a little less speed, uh, hot goalie quick was just unstoppable. And that happened a lot yeah. in like 2000 to 2010. That was a big thing. Like John Sebastian Jaguar with the ducks. He just got nuts for a couple weeks and all of a sudden they're in the final. So yeah, it was a thing. And next we're going to skip over. Dallas and Nashville for a moment, and we're just going to touch on the San Jose Sharks and the Vegas Golden Knights. In turn, what is the outcome here? Uh, first off, I want to say that I thought San Jose was going to be the best team in the league. Right. Well, that that opens up the whole Eric Carlson conversation because he started off slow, got up to speed, and then yeah, some yeah. some injury, whether it be a new injury or a returning injury, he disappeared and. I don't know that he's played for a while. He hasn't played for a while. He played the last game of the season, okay. which I didn't watch because who cares? Um, Jones used to be so good, and he's won a lot of games this year by letting in a lot of goals. And I only see Vegas continuing to score a lot of goals against San Jose with Carlson and his whatever injury. It's going to be 4-2 Vegas. Amanda? Uh, oh, 
Yeah, same. I same knights and six. Yeah, sharks are mentally broken, and I don't see Jones being able. Although I like Jones, I don't see him being able to reset mentally and do a fifty save game like he did in the finals against the Penguins. This is a what looks to be a team backing into the playoffs, and they will be executed in five games. Yeah. Also, I just want to say, not that this this is just a you know a product of the system; it's nobody's fault. But that series has by far the easiest. Well, maybe not. But what an easy travel situation for them! Like it's definitely the easiest in the West. A flight oh, from no. Vegas to San Jose can't be more than an hour, hour and twenty minutes. That's true. You know, that's a factor too. I mean, just for how they're going to feel in the next round. But yeah, yeah, Vegas is going to have very little wear and tear on them in the second round. If you think about this travel situation, though, Detroit used to have the worst travel schedule of any team, yeah. and they used to go far in the playoffs a lot with the, the shitty travel because they're used to it. I think travel has an impact on teams with a crisis of confidence or teams that are weak to begin with or backing into the playoffs like San Jose. Mm. But, I mean, travel doesn't really have an impact on a dynamic monster, I don't think. They just uh, they get up and they do their routine and they win. And that's what they do. All right. Right. Uh, going back to the central, Nashville versus Dallas, round one. I it's no, my, it's my turn. I get to say. No, Amanda gets to go. Amanda gets to go first because it's her team. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 Amanda, please <laughs> do the honors. I um I like this matchup for a lot of reasons. They had a very um it was a very entertaining regular season um you know matchup with 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 these two teams. Um, I'm taking the stars and six and I'm going stars and seven. All right. And taking seven games also. <laughs> I'm also picking Dallas and seven. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be so tired. <laughs> That's not the, it's not the end of the world. They just can't do seven games all the time. And then the blues have been sitting around waiting, waiting for a week. Yeah. Bennington's going to get like a knee injury from like wrestling practice. with his kid. Yeah, practice. Yeah. It's like slipping at the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Who's there? Oh, Jake Allen. Oof. <laughs> it's not it's not a bad 1B, but it's not a it's not Ben Bishop. That's yeah. for sure. Or Dobby. Or Dobby. Yeah. yeah. Calgary I Dobby was the backup. Calgary, Colorado. Uh Nathan. It's your team, Nathan. Uh Calgary will be victorious in 6 games. Wow, I think that's generous. To the Avs. Oh, really? Sweep. Uh, you know, sweep? McKinnon's pretty, I mean, that would be cool. But, and Calgary does play well against Colorado. I went to an Avalanche game with my brother, and they uh, they didn't have any problem putting them down. So, I mean, it could very well be less than that. There's just something that tells me that when the intensity ramps up, I think McKinnon and Rantanen, if he comes back, are going to cause a problem at least once, maybe twice. Uh, didn't Rantanen already come back? I thought he was back for a game also. Oh, that's may, that may be true. But you have to look at it this way. Like at home, the Flames can match up the 3M line, Backlund and Kachuk against uh, McKinnon and Rantanen. And throughout the regular season, that just shut them down. And when they're at home, when Colorado's at home, they don't have, Calgary doesn't have the ability to get that matchup. So uh, Colorado is likely to win two in their own building, in my opinion. Yeah. I think that this is going to be the highest scoring series in the last seven games. <laughs> Don't attack my goaltending. Don't no, attack my goaltending. They will be high scoring games. I, think. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to go to seven. I think Calgary's going to win. 
and they're going to have an easier time in the next round. Okay, asshole. Uh, let's go back over to the East. Uh, you guys get to go first with Tampa Bay and Boston. Um, I am. I just okay. Yeah, I just I don't think that Tampa Bay makes it to the end of this thing. I think that they are poised for failure. Um, I'm taking the Bruins in six. Andrew, I'm doing the exact same thing. Hmm. Bruins in six. Yeah. Now we shift gears to Nathan's world, where it is Columbus versus Boston, if you'll recall. Uh, and lo and behold, Columbus over Boston in <laughs> seven games. Wow. It's a Cinderella story here. So you've got them playing two seven-game series. Yes. Whew. They're all in. It's mm-hmm. working for you this year, hey? Lots of torts clips. <laughs> Next, uh, you guys can go ahead with Washington and Pittsburgh. Go ahead, Andrew. Oh, I have Pittsburgh winning in seven, (laughs) ruining Ovechkin's life and the Washington franchise for the rest of his time there. Mm -hmm. Mm, Typical. Caps in seven. Nice. Nice. Okay. And then in in Nathan's world, Capitals versus Islanders. Capitals going back to the conference final. In six games over the New York Islanders. Wow. Yep. All right. And then back over to the West, we find ourselves Dallas at St. Louis, round two. Amanda. I think this is where um, the um, the story ends. The ego, <laughs> the ego falters for the Blues and their horseshit story. <laughs> Stars in five games. In five, yeah. (laughs) Um, Yes, Amanda's correct about that. St. Louis's uh, little pity party ends in the second round. It's going to take Dallas a little bit more. They're going to have to fight through adversity. It's going to be seven, and Dallas is going to walk triumphantly into the conference final, a repeat of the series that went seven a couple years ago where St. Louis crushed Dallas's heart. Dallas will return the favor in seven. Um, just for uh, parody's sake, I'll say uh, Dallas will win in uh, six games. Is that what you really feel? Is that what's really in your heart? Uh, what What's really in my heart is that I want Dallas to play Calgary and you guys to lose your friendship forever. Oh, <laughs> I, I maybe Nathan feels different. Nathan is a little bit more passionate about it. If I feel like if the stars took the flames out in the conference finals, he'd be pretty salty, but the reverse of that, I wouldn't care. Ah, like, yes. This like is, the Flames ones, I, I will not be upset. This cause. is what the truth is. The <laughs> truth is if Calgary and Dallas actually made it to the conference final against each other, we'd be having like a white party and drinking champagne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd be like, we'd be like, oh, oh another goal was scored. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> hey, Johnny Hockey and Raj lit it up tonight. Successful <laughs> season. Every don't game would you be say? like ten eight. Yeah, I think if if we both make it into the conference final, it's like a regular season game that goes to overtime. We're both getting points. It's fine. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'd yeah. rather see one of our two teams beat these other jackals on the that means other that, side of the world. Yeah. You know what that means? It doesn't mean that one of our teams are going to lose. It means that one of our teams are a lock to play for the fucking cup. Yeah. That's what it fucking means. 
Okay. And we'll cheer for each other's team, whoever wins or whoever loses. And that's how we feel about it, because our bond is too strong for you to break. <laughs> in turn. And if we do fight, it will be in private, and you'll never know about it. And we'll never do it in front of you. We'll never do it in front of you. You're going to save this clip? All right. Uh, Calgary and Vegas. Calgary uh, defeats the Vegas Golden Knights and goes gambling after six games. Maybe I just am giving your team way too much credit. I'm predicting the Flames in five. Yeah. I'll uh, pick Calgary in seven. And uh, Calgary and Dallas, after a lot of hockey, will play each other. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, we're down to the final four. Back over to you guys. I believe you both have... Uh, nope. No, no, no. These are now three different scenarios. So, uh, Andrew, why don't you take Washington and Boston? No, sorry. Pittsburgh and Boston is what you've decided. Yes. And uh, I can't stop here. Pittsburgh in <laughs> five. Five fucking games. Okay. Back to reality or somewhat closer to reality. Amanda, uh, Washington versus Boston. I, I'm taking Boston. I really like Boston to, to go the distance. And I think they'll do it quickly because, um, well, the Caps just aren't that actually that good um, this year. I think they've got a lot of fight and they'll, they'll make it a couple rounds, but I think they lose here to Boston in five games. Um, in my world, Washington is going to return to the final back-to-back years over Columbus in five games. I like the sound of that. The champs. You got to dethrone the champs. Ovechkin's hungry. They know how to turn it on. They've been saving their energy and they're going to unleash and uh, the intern's going to get... Cr- really really sad and emotional you know what's going to happen is the uh, washington pittsburgh series wilson is going to elbow crosby in the head and be ejected from the nhl for life anyway yeah um, (laughs) we need more players with edge not less the league needs more personality calgary and dallas does it matter amanda it doesn't matter i'm so happy to have gotten here um and i think that this is you know we've turned over a new leaf with Jim Montgomery and things are going to look bright going forward. Hopefully we will, we will sign Matt Zuccarello over the summer because he, even though he's played all of twice for us, like it's almost like he's like a little genie. Like he makes them think that they're better and they just (laughs) play better when he's around. Um, So I was really not super jacked about that trade when it happened, but now that I've seen him and he's like, such got such a weird look about him and he's Norwegian. I don't know. I hope we get him and things just keep rolling um, for the better, you know, after this season, that's been a reasonably great success. Um, but I'm, I'm giving it to the flames. They've had an amazing season and they deserve it. 30 years since their last cup flames in six games. Wow. She's making me feel like a jerk. Cause I, <laughs> I'm I'm calling a sweep just to be an asshole. <laughs> rude. Uh, yeah, it is rude. But it was done in I jest. Beat you guys a lot. It was I know, but that's the motivator. Is like, yeah, sure you did. Um, yeah, no, it was just in jest. It was an uh, it was an it's an honorary sweep. <laughs> um, and and Andrew, what do you think about Calgary Dallas? Uh, I think Calgary will win in seven. Oh. Uh, I think they'll all lose their home games until game seven. Oh, weird. And then oh. Calgary will win. It's an oddly specific prediction. Yeah. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have it, we have it recorded. Um, <laughs> in the Stanley Cup final, 
Uh, so my Stanley Cup final is Calgary and Washington, and interns is Calgary and Pittsburgh, oh. and Amanda's is Calgary and Boston. Yep. Does Calgary win the Stanley Cup in all of the three of these scenarios? Yes. Or are you that much of a Crosby cocksucker, Andrew? Uh, that wang is lodged deep. Pittsburgh wins in five. Oh, my God. That's so rude. Yeah. Calgary has played two seven-game series and one six-game series. In your in your reality, okay. And I Pittsburgh mean. just beat the defending champs, which means that they win the cup. Well, no, uh, Calgary has actually come into the final fresh after a sweep. <laughs> after a sweep of the stars. <laughs> and they take out the Capitals. They take out the champs in six games. And my tiebreaker on the NHL.com bracket for number of goals scored is 30 in honor of their 30th anniversary. Since uh, 30 winning. goals in the series? Since, yeah, since winning the cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a defensive series. It's 30 for the 30th anniversary of winning Stanley Cup. Go fuck yourself. Okay. Amanda, who wins, Calgary or Boston? Calgary, obviously. Yeah. And it's going to take them a long time. Seven games. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. But they're well rested. Yes. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So everybody uh, is on board uh, with the Calgary Stanley Cup championship, except uh, except you. Would I like Calgary to win the cup? Yes. Do I think it's going to happen? No. Hmm. Andrew's rarely correct about things, though. That's I mean, true. Actually, I well, think, hey, that bodes well. That's a good. That's a good point. Yeah. There are two teams that I would like to win the Stanley Cup, and I don't think either one of them are going to do it because they're not in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, Uh-oh. the first team is uh, going to go out uh, really quick, first round, being Tenorto. Oh, you want to, you actually want Toronto to win the yeah. cup and listen to those suffocating fans? I, I would. Yeah, those. I'd love the cup to come back to fuckers. Canada because it's been too long. Well, then you should be saying three teams. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't really consider Winnipeg to be Canadian team. Whoa. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Uh, bonus prediction for who wins the draft lottery. Ooh, what are my options? Well, actually, let's just run a draft lottery simulator. Tankathon 2019. Uh, Colorado. Yeah, right. Ottawa. Ottawa has an 18% chance. But their first-round pick belongs to Colorado. So there's an 18.5% chance that Jack Hughes is going to end up in your division, Amanda. Yeah, that sucks. 13.5% chance that the Kings will get a a, a youthful player. <laughs> uh, the Devils are in the mix, 11.5%. That'd be interesting. And Detroit has a 9.5% chance. Buffalo, an 8.5% chance. The Rangers, a 7.5% chance. The Oilers... 6.5% chance. Vancouver, a 5% chance. Oh, I'd love it. The Hughes brothers. Chicago. Imagine shit. Chicago with a 2.5%. Imagine if they got Jack Hughes. Wouldn't they just fucking piss you off? Oh, it would send everybody into a goddamn tailspin. Agreed. And we'd have the conversation yet again. Well, I, I act like I've had these conversations before, but that the draft lottery is stupid. And defending the draft lottery as a as a coach or as a general man, well, as a as a general manager, not as a coach, really, all that says to me, if you if you defend a draft lottery, that means that you think your team might be so bad repetitively that you need to be helped by this system. I think that the, means that uh, you're not confident in your ability to win to make a winning team. The teams that probably deserve to get the pick the most are the ones that are 
not at the bottom and not just out, but right in between. Because uh, tanking for a, a pick is ridiculous. And that's what Did happens really in real life. Oh, yeah. I know that we know that Ottawa didn't do it on purpose because they serve serves no purpose for them to finish last. No, but you know, when teams stop playing players and they put all their young guys in that aren't going to play the next year for the last 10 games, you're not, you're not looking to win anymore. Yeah. But in Anaheim's uh, case, it was the GM that was behind the bench trying to evaluate players, which is fair. I would say it's not always about the tank. Anaheim also sucks. Okay, so. are you are you ready? I'm gonna run the sim uh the simulation of the draft line. Oh, I still wanna say oh, who I think. Oh, okay, go ahead. What was the one in the middle with ten percent? Detroit? <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Detroit has a nine point five percent chance. That's my pick. All right. I'm gonna run the sim lottery. Three, two, one, simulation. Los Angeles wins the draft lottery. Montreal moves up thirteen spots to number two overall with a one percent chance. <laughs> Buffalo moves up two spots with an 8.5% chance for the number three spot. And Colorado's first round pick from Ottawa gets bumped three spots down to number four overall. I don't think that's happening. You want me to run it again? Run it again. Three, two, one, simulation. With a 3% chance, the Minnesota Wild have moved up 10 spots (laughs) to take first overall and draft Jack Hughes. Detroit has what? moved up two spots. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Amanda, please continue. <laughs> Sending a first round pick, an overall first round pick to the shit tank that is Minnesota. <laughs> it's a waste of talent. I mean, it's like it's like going to Edmonton. It's mm. ugh. Mm. Detroit. Just because they don't have a winning culture. They have they just have a, a choke culture. I think it helps them. You know what they need to stop doing? They need to stop uh draft picks from being able to be traded and just force every team to take whatever number they're given. Wow. If you were in charge of the league, you just suck all the fun out of it and ruin everything. Yeah. That's so, what yeah. I'm here for. So here's your pot of money. So, hope you can make it work forever. <laughs> in in this simulation, the Detroit Red Wings moved up two spots to take second overall. Buffalo moved up two spots to take third overall and Colorado again bounced to fourth. So it looks like Colorado is going to be moving up. Third third time's the charm? One more time. Simulation starting. Oh, my God. Hmm. Oh, my God. Edmonton wins. With a 5% chance, Vancouver selects oh, yes. first overall, moving up eight spots and taking Jack Hughes. His brother, so Quinn Hughes, already on their team. That'd be a great duo. And it's Vancouver, New Jersey, Buffalo. And Colorado bounced to fourth again. So all three simulations we ran, Colorado with Ottawa's first overall pick, not a first overall pick, a fourth overall pick in all three simulations. Might work out okay, as long as that Minnesota one doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was fascinating, folks. And you heard it here first. Calgary's going to win the Stanley Cup. (laughs) No one else has said it yet. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody else has said it. The vice president trophy winners, take it (laughs) home. This new award you made up is great. great. Vice president. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Oh, oh, it's true. Funny. Yeah, it's the Pence. It's the Pence Award. <clears throat> Only like seventy points behind Dallas or uh, the Lightning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were making that joke on the radio this morning. They were saying like, "We're second overall in the NHL. It's a great season. First in the Western Conference and twenty points behind the Tampa Bay Lightning." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. So I have a beef with my own fans right now. Oh, go ahead. Or like my own like pundits and stuff. So, you know, there's all this talk about the, how you say it? Vezina, Venzina, Venza. Vezina. Vezina trophy. And there's all of this well-intentioned argument over why Ben Bishop should be, you know, a a leader in that conversation. And yeah, his numbers are incredible, but I'm kind of like, you guys, like you need to, you know, pump the brakes here because the truth is he hasn't played enough. Like his numbers get to stay that way because he's played probably at least six or eight minimum less games than the other people in the running. I mean, can we just stop? Like he's always hurt. He's hurt all the time. Yeah. Well, Every happened. detail matters. Oh, sorry. <laughs> wow. Every detail matters, Nathan. This has been an ongoing. Bishop has uh, been injured lots in the past. Well, I think I was looking at Sean uh, Shapiro, the guy that follows and covers uh, the Dallas Stars on for the Athletic, and he was talking about that very thing on Twitter, saying, "What? That's the question: is like, how many games do you need to start as a goalie to even be eligible for a Vesna?" And they were saying that they don't think that he's played enough games to be eligible. However, when you look at the stats, like if I look at the leaders right now in all stats, the major stats anyway, for um, the, sorry, for all the major stats in the NHL, I mean, we're talking about goals are, of course, uh, the great eight, Alexander Ovechkin, amazing hockey player, great, one of the greatest players of all time. Uh, Nikita Kucherov, uh, assists 87 Jesus Christ points 128 and you know what he's not even going to get the uh, the Ted Lindsay award or whatever they're going to give it to that fuck face Connor yeah they're going to give Nikita the Art Ross and the Hart Trophy probably and then they're going to give the players award for best player to Connor McDavid again because everybody likes to suck his fucking knob I don't know I don't know they were saying uh, on the television that a bunch of pl- players were talking about Kucherov and how he does. Uh, he's made everything possible for Tampa. He's the guy. Well, when they play against him, I, so. I certainly hope so because it's about time that they gave the award to somebody who matters. Um, and by matters, I mean playoff player. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky takes the wins total for goaltenders for the year, and then Ben Bishop is your top dog in goals against average at one point nine eight and save percentage at nine thirty four. So it's but, the arg- it's the argument of how many games is your plateau that you must hit before those numbers are legitimate for the trophy. He does have the best save percentage and the best goals against average. So doesn't that make him the best goalie? I don't know. Vasilevsky's got 39 wins. (laughs) Yeah, well, with a juggernaut in front of him. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Yeah, I guess I just, I think, you know, if he played 10 more games, would he still have that goals against? If he played 10 more games, he'd probably have more shutouts than, than Bobrovsky. I don't know. There was a lot of stuff that happened. You know, you have to take it into context. If I was a voter for these trophies, I would be taking a lot of things into context. I'd be like, hey, um, Tampa Bay has a fucking veteran, thick-ass defense core. Have you looked at their defense core? I mean, they're well, going to lose. Well, all they need anyway. No, they're going to lose a couple guys off their defense because of the cap next year. This This current core is more experienced in their top four. Like here, let me uh, let me bring it up. Well, it's true. I mean that that is a very good point because the Dallas Stars defense core is what mostly a, a AHL team. 
I mean, fucking Taylor Fadoon ended up playing more games with us than he'd ever played in, in the NHL in his whole career. Well, that's the point, is that they brought up these guys from the American Hockey League, and they fared very well. They played very well under Monty. And especially, I, I bring up the six to eight weeks that Klingberg was out. Yeah. Like, this is, they went through some serious problems on on injuries and, and defense core in Dallas, and that should be... That should be talked about as a factor. How do you end up with the best goals against and save percentage after all of that shit happened? I mean, we're talking about in in Tampa Bay, you're talking about 29-year-old Ryan McDonough, who was the captain and first first pairing like stud defenseman in New York Rangers before he got traded to the Lightning. And he's your number two. And Hedman's your number one. And Strawman, 32 years old, again, experienced thick-ass defenseman Braden Coburn 34 year old thick-ass defenseman Dan Girardi shot blocking king in New York traded to Tampa like that's five guys all like almost 30 or older that are just like thick-ass experienced super defensemen like if those guys were in front of me I could get 39 wins so what about um the idea of giving it to Bennington well Bennington, I think, is more of a Calder conversation than he is. Not both. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't. Mind. He doesn't lead the league in goals against or save percentage like Bishop does. Well, no, he's uh, he's pretty close though. Oh well, I guess they hand out gold medals for for pretty close. For pretty yeah. close. Pretty close. That's true. But if they if they are giving out awards not based off pretty close, then. It's looking like Vasilevsky is going to walk away with this. Yeah, I don't know what goes through the minds of uh, these guys because they all cover their own teams. How much attention do they really pay to other teams? You know. Yeah, I question the whole process because that's a big knock on the awards. Is that uh, a lot of the East Coast guys control the outcome and they don't pay much attention to the West Coast or Central Division? Well, and they don't like respect us. Exactly. I've read, you know, and the you know, I'll read whatever in the Athletic, and I read like beat writers for for east coast teams or you know divisions or whatever and they just act like the west doesn't isn't even a thing like <laughs> like oh calgary what a weird ass team am i right i mean this is like what they write down on in words on paper it's very strange <laughs> well i mean when was the last time the western conference won the stanley cup i mean that's fair uh, was Chicago it? and LA. Chicago and LA, and they were both considered dominant forces. And only after winning the multi- the multiple Stanley Cups did they give Duncan Keith and uh, Drew Doughty Norris trophies. And if they had not won the Cups, I don't think they would have got the trophies because they just like to hand everything over to the East. And then all these bandwagon jumpers are like, oh, yeah, Crosby, <laughs> suck on your dick. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Haven't you said before that Sidney Crosby is the best player in the nhl haven't you said that oh when when it's a mcdavid versus crosby conversation i'm a firm crosby uh, person (laughs) i'm not asking you like pittsburgh they're awful i mean pittsburgh is like the armpit of the united states but (laughs) i mean as an individual (laughs) um no i don't mind cross i think he's uh i mean but i also am like there's a difference between liking a player and appreciating a player and wanting him to win the goddamn Stanley Cup every goddamn year. I'm not a dynasty guy. I don't want to cheer for dynasties. The only reason why, like, if the Flames don't win, I want the Capitals to win again. And the only reason I want that is because it'll make Andrew really upset. That's the yeah. only reason why. Yeah. yeah, everything for you is about personal victories. So what if uh, <laughs> what if Calgary was a dynasty? Oh, obviously. Not, if, 
them. If, if Calgary was a dynasty, that's different. You're cheering for your team to be a dynasty yeah. instead of yeah. some, you know, I want to see this great person do great things. I'd rather see a great person fail and then see what he does after he fails. If he if it breaks him or if he bounces back. Nathan, when your team has never won the cup, you only get to cheer for individual players. Right, but think about what I just said. Failure, <laughs> yeah. bouncing back. Ovechkin. Ovechkin. The great eight. He's stuck yeah. to his guns. And he made He's going to get more goals than Gretzky. Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> he just Whoop-de-friggin-do. Everybody, Andrew's racist towards Russians. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Alexander Radulov might might win us a couple games single-handedly. That's true. He's I like Radulov. He might up. be and Datsuk was great also. There's two Russians that I like, Nathan. Hmm. Well, I like specifically two and only two. <laughs> well, as I said to you before, there's a Russian that's worth your hate. His name's Ilya. He plays for the Kings. He ran back to Russia, voided yeah. his contract, came back, signed a 35-plus contract and sucked. That's the guy you should hate. Well, that's an example. Yeah. He's he's an example of uh, why I laugh when Russia loses in world championships all the time. You mean uh, the current reigning Olympic gold medalist, Russia? The individual individual <laughs> players. That last Olympics <laughs> is a nothing, Nathan. That's not anything. It's a nothing? It's the biggest asterisk that ever happened. Really? In, Amanda, in can history. you clarify for me something? Mm. Are, are the Olympics a tournament based solely on professional athletes or is it based solely on amateur athletes amateur oh, athletes yeah. okay so oh, if it's a if it's a good to know if it's a tournament if the olympics are a celebration of amateur athletics then wouldn't you say uh the last olympics in south korea would be closer to the spirit of the olympics than the professional bruja that's happened the last few olympics before that oh yeah can uh can either of you tell me what sport doesn't have professional athletes competing in it at the olympics curling no they're all professional athletes <laughs> fucking, i have no idea what you're talking about uh are you referring to every goddamn every single sport event they're all professionals no no no. they're amateurs with sponsorships professionals professionals is when you get paid there's nowhere else to go for all those sports nathan no, but you, you that's the you, end of the line no, you're not listening you see a professional athlete gets paid for being a professional athlete that's it like a hockey player gets paid for being a hockey player an amateur athlete gets sponsorships to yeah. continue their training so that they can go compete in the Olympics. And that's pretty much every other sporting so, event. Tennis. Like the curlers don't get paid for being curlers. They get sponsorship. Oh, the curlers definitely get paid. They get by paid sp- by, by oh, winning the tournaments. No, by sponsorship money. And there might be there might be some of that. I don't know what the purse is for winning that stuff. But, you know, for the most part, the Olympics are based on amateur. You know what? Fuck you. And fuck this conversation. <laughs> and I don't know yeah. how the hell we got on this. Yeah. The point Rush. is the game That's starts how. Wednesday, right? Is it Wednesday? Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday. yes. Stars and Nashville's game one on Wednesday. Woo! Yes. It's pretty much a doubleheader every goddamn night. Uh, yeah. Are you fucking ready for this? I'm so fucking jacked. My only fear, so my true fear is, you know, Dan and I have tickets for game four, which is a week from Woo! Wednesday. Oh, you Woo! guys could watch the final game of the oh, first round. That, that'll be... Week. Their elimination game is the Dallas. That's what I'm afraid of. No, that's not happening. If we go and they've already lost three games, it's going to be like, fuck me running. Like, Uh, but it's not going to happen that way. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think they're going to take at least one in Nashville. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so fun. I can't wait. (sighs) And with that, we'll play the Oregon Mexican hat dance music. (laughs) 